Welcome to the Aurora Cornerstone Podcast. Thank you for tuning in. We hope today's message is an encouragement to you. Well, Merry Christmas, everybody, and welcome to Aurora Cornerstone Special Christmas Eve Production 2020, the year that just keeps giving gifts to us. Well, welcome everyone. I've been noticing some of you coming in and uh, what a thrill that uh, we're able to at least by cyber means able to get together and spend a few moments together at Christmas time. Well, I trust that um, you're ready. If you're not ready for Christmas, well, you're probably too late. Somebody asked me uh, just a few days ago, they said, what's your first, your favorite Christmas song and uh, it's been ages since somebody asked me that question and it really stumped me uh, and they want to know my second and my third favorite and it's just like goodness I can't even I don't even know my first favorite let alone start to go down through the list uh, I ask you the question what would you say is your favorite Christmas song this year um, if you have somebody sitting with you uh, turn to them and tell them what your favorite Christmas song is so what is it yeah, and, and it's okay. It doesn't have to be like an age-old Christmas traditional hymn, a sacred piece. It can be something a little bit more frivolous. One of the things I really miss this year has been us being able to have our Cornerstone Christmas Banquet. Now, those who are uh, joining us who maybe are not regular Cornerstone family members in our church, uh, we're thrilled to have you with us. But we have a tradition at Cornerstone every December, normally the last week of November, first week of December, somewhere in there or so, where we have our big banquet. We clear out an auditorium, bring up the tables, we number all the tables, and it was meant to be just a time of fun, uh, frivolous fun. You got to wear your ugliest clothes uh, and bring food. We fed each other, all that kind of stuff. We really missed that this year. Didn't get a chance to do it. And I learned when I came here to Cornerstone, there's a tradition that I ought not to get in the way of, and that is the 12 days of Christmas. We were to sing that song in the course of the evening somewhere. Now, admittedly, the 12 days of Christmas was not my top three. Uh, probably is not in my top 10. But we would sing the 12 days of Christmas, not just sing the 12 days of Christmas, each table, and we often two tables per gift would get up and say on, you know, on the fifth day of Christmas, my true love gave to me and they would sing their particular gift and more than sing the gift, they had to actually act it out. And so it just really got super weird, just like super weird. Uh, and it was a lot of fun and you shook your head, you laughed and you thought, you know, I hope nobody's videotaping this basically. Well, I was thinking this year for Christmas Eve service, because it's just been a, a weird year, that we would do a remix on the 12 days of Christmas, and we would call it, I would call it the 12 gifts of God. Now, I want to take you back to 12 days of Christmas. So I got wondering, whoever came up with the song 12 days of Christmas? Well, the 12 days of Christmas actually is a period that marks the span between the birth of Christ 
and the coming of the Magi. It begins on December the 25th, Christmas Day, and would run right through to January the 6th, Epiphany, known also as the Three Kings Day. The 12 days of Christmas, of course, then also became a Christmas carol where the singer brags about goofy, cool gifts that they received at Christmas time. The lyrics to the 12 days of Christmas, interesting, they have changed over the years. The earliest known version appeared, now this is best what I could come up with, was in a 1780, back in the 1700s, 1780 children's book called Mirth Without. The song, uh, and then it, it's had its evolution since. And some have thought that the 12 days of Christmas were coded messages the Christians used at times of persecution. But, you know, when you think about it, probably you don't want to sing the 12 songs of Christmas if you're trying not to let somebody know you're Christian. So I'm really not sure how valid that is. But um, and, and when you begin to think through the 12 gifts that were given, uh, somebody calculated the cost back, this is last year, in 2019, the cost of the gifts come, that person would have received $38,993.59 worth of gifts. Not bad. And if you count each time the gift is mentioned separately, which would amount to 364 gifts in all, you accumulate that, it's, it's actually $170,298.03. Okay, so let's begin because I got looking up some scriptures and I want to talk about the 12 gifts of God. When Jesus was given as the gift and we commemorate that this Christmas Eve, he gave us amazing, amazing, out of this world gifts when Jesus was given. Let me give those gifts. I'm going to share the scripture. Just going to go through them one after the other, but enjoy reading these because I certainly enjoy putting them together. Enjoy reading these as these are gifts of the Father through his Son to me, and that's to you as well. So let's begin. The 12 gifts of God. On the first day, I put down, the Father gave to me a testimony Jesus lives in me. Uh, now, if we were singing that, we would say, on the first day of Christmas, my Father gave to me a testimony Jesus lives in me. He gave us a testimony. It's a testimony of Christ. The way you live bears witness to something in this world. And when Christ lives in us, our lives bear testimony to a Savior. What's your testimony? I pray that at the end of the night, we can just maybe uh, rejoice in the renewed testimony, celebrating that this Christmas, Jesus lives in me. Well, number two, the second gift he gave was salvation. Matthew chapter 1, verse 21. It says, An angel of the Lord said to Joseph, Mary will give birth to a son, and you are to give him the name Jesus, because he will save his people from their sins. There is no greater gift than the gift of salvation. Acts 4.17, Salvation is found in no one else, for there is no other name under heaven, given to men by which we must be saved. He has given us not just salvation, it's a sure salvation, 
No one, nothing could take that salvation away from us. Well, the father gave another gift through his son, and it's the gift of peace. The third one I have is the gift of peace, inward peace. Luke chapter 2, verse 13. Suddenly a great company of heavenly hosts appeared with the angel, praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest and on earth, peace to men on whom his favor rests. Note that, peace to men. John 14, 27, Jesus says, Peace I leave with you. My peace I give you. I do not give to you as the world gives, so do not let your hearts be troubled and do not be afraid. He has given us peace. It's a peace that doesn't make sense looking from the outside in. It's an inward peace. Well, the fourth one I was looking at was when he gave us his son, he also shared his awesome glory with us. He didn't have to. He remains to be glorified. But he shares his glory with his children. Romans chapter 5, verse 2, we have gained access by faith into this grace in which we now stand, and we rejoice in the hope of the glory of God. He's given us a share of his glory. Well, we come to the fifth day, and uh, I'm just going to say he's given us love. Now, some of you thought that should have been the first one, but it definitely, he's given us not just love, it's everlasting love. It's love that is unconditional. He's given us his love. John 14, 21, I will love you and show myself to you. Jesus said in John 15, verse 13, greater love is no one than this, that he lay down his life for his friends. Wow, what amazing love we celebrate this Christmas Eve. You know, let's do that. Now, if you're a modest person, sophisticated maybe, if you're a person of eloquence and you just would never sing in your living room the 12 gifts of the Father, then um, I'm going to encourage you, just get over it. Let's just be goofy this Christmas Eve because we celebrate a great gift and multiple gifts given to it. So I'm just going to go through these five gifts and, and feel free to do that. Just have fun as a family if you're together. Uh, join me. I don't want to sing alone, okay? Uh, it starts five everlasting and then we're going to go four, three, two, one. Ready? Five everlasting love for, uh, come on, you're not singing. Come on now. Okay, five everlasting love four awesome glory, three inward peace, two sure salvation, and a testimony Jesus lives in me. Okay, well, let me go to the next one. The next one I put down was he gave us light. When you're in darkness, you sure appreciate light. And he gave us not just light, but everlasting light. And I put down here, John 8, verse 12, Jesus said, I am the light. I'm the light of the world. I'm not just a light for you. I'm the light for everyone. Psalms 119, 105, God is the light of my path, shining light. Well, the next one I came to was life. He gave us life Christmas Eve. Uh, and the scripture I have here is John 5, 24. Jesus said, I tell you the truth. Whoever hears my word and believes him who sent me has eternal 
life. So let's use that one. Eternal life and will not be condemned. He has crossed over from death to life. He's given us life and life everlasting. Well, number eight, he's given us comfort. The eighth gift, comfort, cannot ever be overstated. Matthew eleven twenty eight. Jesus said, Come to me, all of you who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and humble. You could rephrase those. I am him who gives you comfort. I am gentle and humble in heart, and you will find rest for your souls, for my yoke is easy and my burden is light. 2 Corinthians 1.3, praise be to God, the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of compassion and the God of all, here it is, comfort, the God of all comfort. So he's given us a testimony, Jesus lives in me, sure salvation, inward peace, awesome glory, everlasting love, shining light, eternal life, gentle comfort. Number nine was faith. Without faith, it's impossible to, to please God. But faith comes from him. He actually gives me ability to believe. So I'm calling it abiding faith. Romans chapter 1, 16. I am not ashamed of the gospel because it is the power of God for the salvation of everyone who believes. First for the Jew, then for the Gentile. For in the gospel, a righteousness from God is revealed. A righteousness that is by faith. From first to last, just as it is written, the righteous will live by faith. And then Romans 5.1, Therefore, since we have been justified through faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ. He's given me faith, abiding faith. Come to number 10, redemption. Now there's a word you normally... I mean, you can redeem things. It's actually a, a, a financial phrase, redemption of a, uh, something that you own, a financial statement, a note, and you redeem that note. But we have full redemption with our Father. We've been set back in full and complete place in good standing with Him. Full redemption. Galatians chapter 4, verse 5. But when the time had fully come, uh, Galatians 4, verse 4, verse is the first one. But when the time had fully come, God sent his son, born of a woman, born under law, to redeem those under the law, that we might receive full rights of son. And Titus chapter 2, verse 14, who gave himself for us to redeem us from all wickedness and to purify for himself a people that are his own, eager to do what is good. He has redeemed us. So I thought, well, let's do it again. Are you ready to do the, we've got 10 gifts now. So ready to do the 10 gifts? And I can see on my screen, I can see you, Pastor Brett. And so I'm expecting you to be singing along with this, okay? Just wail away. I know your family will appreciate it. Okay, so here we ready. We're going to start at number 10 and we're going to go down and uh, 10 full redemption, ready to do it. 10 full redemption, nine abiding faith, eight gentle comfort. Come on, sing now. Seven eternal life. Six, shining light. Five, everlasting love. Four, awesome glory. Three, inward peace. Two, sure salvation. And the testimony, Jesus 
lives in me. Well, I'm doing this. My wife, she's the one putting the slides up. She's laughing. She's having it. She's not singing. And she's just listening to me sing. So anyway, thank you, Pastor Brad. I did see you sing. Okay. Number 11, complete forgiveness. Complete forgiveness. Forgiveness is probably one of the greatest gifts I appreciate in this set. Ephesians 4.32, be kind and compassionate to one another, forgiving each other just as in Christ God forgave you. Well, how did God forgive you? Totally. Absolutely. He washed your sins as far as the east is from the west. Totally, completely forgave you. So you forgive one another. That might be a good word for us this Christmas. Acts chapter 5, 31. God exalted him to his own right hand as prince and savior that he might give repentance and forgiveness. Last but not least, let's look at the 12th one. 12 gifts the Father gave me this Christmas because of Christmas, because of Christ. Joy. Now we sang that song earlier, joy unspeakable. I'm calling it abundant joy. Luke 2, 10. But the angel said to them, do not be afraid. I bring you good news of great joy that will be for all the people. Did you note that? I bring you good news of great joy. You would have thought he would have said something else, but the news was great joy. You don't have to be so burdened that you are downcast. You have joy. We did a series this past summer, and the series was on the book of Philippians, and it was a series on joy. And joy and happiness are not the same. Happiness has to do with things, circumstances. But joy supersedes circumstances. And in Christ, he's given us not just joy, but abundance of joy. I trust that you will receive that this Christmas. So we're going to do the songs again. We got all 12 of them. Okay, so we've got 12 gifts. Now, if you weren't singing for the others, it's time to start singing. This is the last chance. Um, do not, please do not unmute yourself, though. We all do not want to hear you. Just those in your lovely living room, they are the ones who want to hear you. But um, let's do this together. Ready? 12. 12 abundant joy. 11 complete forgiveness. 10 full redemption. 9 abiding faith. 8 gentle comfort. 7 eternal life. 6 shining light. 5 everlasting love. 4 awesome glory. 3 inward peace. To sure self, everybody, and a testimony, Jesus lives in me. <laughs> okay, well, I don't know if you'll ever use it ever again, that little uh, ditto with the 12 gifts that he's given us. But I found as I was going through them, it was blessing. I just found it a blessing. As I went through the scriptures, he has given so much, so rich a salvation. Well, I want to, we're coming to the end of our time together. And I wanted to make sure that we didn't miss reading the Christmas story. On Christmas morning, and, and we'll be doing this uh, probably with our family tomorrow morning by Zoom, we always, Christmas morning, begin by opening up the scripture and reading the Christmas story as a family. And I hope you will do that maybe tomorrow. If it's not a tradition, then maybe make it a tradition that you will uh, just open up Luke chapter 2, the first uh 18 verses will take you through the Christmas story. There's other texts that you can go to in Matthew and Mark as well, but certainly this one will allow you to kind of concisely go from beginning to end. So I invite you to, um, to, to join with us. Maybe if your family, if they've kind of scattered during this time, 
maybe call them together. Pastor Brett's going to read the Christmas story, and then we're going to be singing Silent Night as we uh, bring our time to a close together. So I'm going to throw it over to you, Pastor Brett. All right, great. Luke chapter 2, verse 1 to 18, the birth of Jesus. In those days, Caesar Augustus issued a decree that a census should be taken of the entire Roman world. This was the first census that took place while Quirinius was governor of Syria, and everyone went to their own town to register. So Joseph also went up from the town of Nazareth into Galilee to Judea to Bethlehem, the town of David, because he belonged to the house and line of David. He went there to register with Mary, who was pledged to be married to him and was expecting a child. While they were there, the time came for the baby to be born, and she gave birth to her firstborn, a son. She wrapped him in cloths and placed him in a manger, because there was no guest room available for them. And there were shepherds living out in the fields nearby, keeping watch over their flocks at night. An angel of the Lord appeared to them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were terrified. But the angel said to them, Do not be afraid. I bring you good news that will cause great joy for all the people. Today, in the town of David, a Savior has been born to you. He is the Messiah, the Lord. This will be a sign to you. You will find a baby wrapped in cloths, lying in a manger. Suddenly, a great company of the heavenly hosts appeared with the angel, praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest heaven, and on earth peace to those on whom his favor rests. When the angels had left them and gone into heaven, the shepherds said to one another, Let's go to Bethlehem and see this thing that has happened, which, which the Lord has told us about. So they hurried off and found Mary and Joseph and the baby, who was lying in the manger. When they had seen him, they spread the word concerning what had been told told up to them about this child and all who heard it were amazed at what the shepherd said to them so we're going to close our time in prayer and i've asked if lori would lead us in that prayer well let's pray together heavenly father we thank you that you gave us the most precious costly gift that not only did did you give the gift but that gift laid his life down for each of us and we thank you we thank you that uh, no COVID, no um, nothing can take that gift from us. And Lord, I pray that we would have a deeper appreciation as, as pastor has laid it out for us tonight, a deeper understanding of what that gift is and that Lord, we would embrace it more than we ever have this year. I pray that you would be with each household represented on this Zoom tonight. Bless them. Keep them safe. And Lord, may we look back on this Christmas um, as we can celebrate it as the true meaning of Christmas and what Christ has done for us. And I thank you for it. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. 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 Well, glad you could join us. Thank you, everyone. for listening to the Aurora Cornerstone podcast. Remember to subscribe. For more information about our church and our ministries, visit auroracornerstone.ca.